Welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which uncovers what it really looks like to run a business, show up online and do your own thing. If we haven't been introduced before, hello, my name is Alice. I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know that running a business and being self-employed can very often be a lonely and consuming experience. So it's my intention that these episodes bring a bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode, I'll be sharing how I'm planning to take time off over the Christmas break and giving you a few tips on how you can do the same. So if you're ready to discover what it takes to properly step away from work and do that in a sustainable and easy way, then keep on listening. Well, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to what you might have seen from the title of today's episode is one of two bonus episodes being released today. Now, both of these bonus episodes are themed around the concept of taking time off over Christmas and taking a break from your business. I was really keen to cover this topic on the podcast because a couple of weeks back when I was beginning to think about having a Christmas break and what that was going to look like, I just couldn't really find anything which either felt very practical or felt relevant for me as a small business owner and entrepreneur. So I've spent the last couple of weeks doing my research, thinking about what's going to work best for both me and my business, and also talking to other entrepreneurs about how they approach time off and what that looks like for their business to put together these two episodes. So the episode you're listening to right now is practically what it's looked like for me to plan for and make this time off happen. And then the other bonus episode, which is out right now, so you might have already listened to it or you can listen to it after this one, is sharing ways that you can step back from your phone whilst taking that time off. Because let's be honest, we can put an email responder on, clear our calendars and shut our laptops, but still so easily indulge in some form of work through our phones. So my hope for these episodes, they're going to be a fair bit shorter than normal. I'm aiming for 15 minutes, so let's all cross our fingers for that, but I always seem to go over my intended time. But I want them to be full of actionable stuff that you can take away right now and put into place. I'm aware that for all of us, time off will look different. You might be taking two days off. You might just be dialing things down. You might be taking a full two weeks off like I am. Whatever you're doing, whatever your approach is to time off over this time of year, I hope that you can find something in these episodes that helps you to do that in the best way possible. Now, you might have heard me say there that I'm taking two weeks off over Christmas, which feels absolutely crazy to say. I have never ever, since obviously starting work, taken time off over Christmas. It That hasn't really been by choice. It just hasn't been feasible for me. For the last four years, I've had a very intense contract around Christmas time, which has just meant that I'm working so full on up to Christmas and between Christmas and New Year's that time off just wouldn't be realistic and I just couldn't make that work. And in general in my business, I don't often take time off fully. And what I mean by take time off fully is like literally do nothing, like shut the laptop, no admin, no content, no clients, no anything. I'm fairly fortunate to travel quite a bit. So if I were to take time off from my business every single time I go away, it just wouldn't really work out that well. So what I tend to do if I'm away or if I'm traveling or just having a bit of a break, I just dial everything down. I take away the tasks which aren't completely urgent or completely important and almost just work on minimum spend. So I probably do like two hours of work a day just to keep everything ticking over. But I've decided for the first time ever that I'm gonna take time off over Christmas and take time off fully. I mean, absolutely no work. And let me tell you, I am so excited. I cannot wait. It feels so needed. The last few months have been really full on in my business. And I'm so grateful that this year has been so significant for my business in terms of 
growth and really figuring out what works well and finding a community and all that good stuff. Um, but I'm more than ready to kind of end the year, draw a line under it and then start fresh in 2019. It's felt like a full year. So I'm like, cool. I'm ready to finish you 2018. You've been good to me, but let's end it here. <laughs> I'm also obviously ready to take a rest. I'm a big believer in the fact that as business owners, particularly when our businesses flow kind of directly from us, if you're a coach or if you work one-on-one -on -one with clients, your business relies on you being in a good space. If you're not rested, if you're not feeling creative, if you're not feeling inspired, your business is gonna pay the price. So for me, taking rest isn't a selfish thing. It isn't something that I do just for myself. It's actually something that makes a difference in my business too. And what with the big launch going on with Gather and Grow over the last couple of months, I feel very in need of a bit of rest and relaxation and just to get myself in a good headspace before starting fresh in 2019. One of the reasons that I really chose this time of year to have proper time off is because in my opinion, Christmas is one of the easiest times to do that. Generally, everyone else that you work with or your clients or your customers or your team members are gonna be doing a similar thing. So it's much easier to take them off this time of year because you don't have to do so much work in either replacing yourself when you're gone or setting expectations with people or building boundaries because I can promise you that most of the people that your business comes into contact with and would therefore be impacted by you taking time off will be doing a similar thing. Whether they're taking a proper break or just kind of making everything a little bit less crazy. It's generally the easiest time of year to do that, which for me is why this feels like a great thing. So let me share with you a few of the things I'm doing to make this two weeks off of work actually happen because I'm aware that actually taking full time off, especially when you're the business owner, can be a really difficult thing. There isn't a boss that we can rely on to pick things up when we go away or we don't have colleagues in the same sense. And it's kind of almost so, it's it's hard work to take time off. It's not an easy thing. You can't just decide on a Friday afternoon that, okay, I think I'm gonna take the next week off. No, it takes a ton of prep and thinking in advance and just considering the big picture of everything. But my first tip for you, which isn't hugely practical, but to me, if you don't get this one nailed, the others aren't even gonna work, is to give yourself permission to do it. We don't have a boss or a manager who's gonna tell us, okay, here are your dates off, or you know, you can leave the office now, or you're good to go, like off you go. We are the only person to decide that for ourselves. And in the same sense that we're the only one to decide what we do in terms of time off, we're the only ones that are gonna give ourselves permission to do it too. I don't know about you, but my business comes with a lot of emotion. I think often that emotion is a good thing. It causes me to work really hard and to care a lot about what I create and what I do. But sometimes it goes in a negative direction. I can feel guilty if I'm not working or I can feel like I'm being um, selfish for taking time off or doing something for myself. But the reality is taking time off is never gonna be as productive as it can be if you don't first give yourself permission to rest and give yourself permission to stop. We are the person to tell that for ourselves. So before you put any of these other tips into action or begin to plan your time off, give yourself that permission. Recognize, okay, is there something in me that is almost fighting back time off because I feel guilty about taking it or I feel bad for having it or I don't feel like I deserve it? Meet that with the truth that you are giving yourself permission to do it and I promise it will help. It often helps me to give myself that permission by, to put it in perspective. 
So instead of thinking, you know, oh, I'm taking this time off for me and what a treat and how lucky I am, I think of it in the sense that my business is going to pay the price if I don't rest. If I'm not in a place where I am feeling creative and feeling inspired and feeling rested, my business and my clients are going to have to pay the price. So almost flipping it on its head and seeing it from that angle immediately helps me to give myself that permission because I care about my business and I want everything to go well. So when I see it that actually as much as 2019 excites me and I want to jump into that right away, 2019 is going to be way better if I give myself a couple of weeks before jumping into it that helps me to give myself that permission. So that's number one, give yourself permission to rest, give yourself permission to stop. Obviously in whatever way you are resting or you are stopping. Tip number two, which again, I think is hugely important practically is to plan ahead. I mentioned it at the start of this episode, often taking time off can be a lot of work, particularly because we don't have necessarily a ton of team members or colleagues or bosses or whoever else that we can delegate to or who can pick up our work when we're away. I often probably don't take time off when I go away fully because the thought of having to do all of that work in advance kind of freaks me out. But this time I was like, no, I don't wanna just dial it back. I wanna take proper time off. So a couple of weeks back, I made a huge to-do list of absolutely everything that would need to get done before this coming Thursday, which is my last day. I put everything in sections. So I had the podcast, my clients, any admin, the Gather and Grow retreat, my emails, and just listed it all down. I had a look at it and if I'd stopped at that point, I probably would have felt majorly overwhelmed. But what I did is I went through that to-do list, I took out the things that weren't urgent, maybe could get done in 2019, or in fact, just didn't need doing at all, or actually I took some things out of there that I could delegate to freelancers that I work with and team members that I have. And then I looked ahead. This was two weeks ago, so I set myself two weeks worth of days to get that stuff done. I broke it down, I segmented it, and instantly it felt so much easier to accomplish. If I'd left it at that huge list, I probably wouldn't have ever managed to stop this Thursday because I would have never got that stuff done because it was so overwhelming. But by breaking it down and really putting everything into a day of like, okay, I'm gonna do an hour every day of this to-do list, and if I do that, then in two weeks, I'm gonna have all this stuff done, felt so much more realistic and like I could actually do it. The last thing that we want is to be working so hard up until the point of us stopping that we end up being burnt out and then not even enjoy the rest for what it is or have as much fun or do whatever that we wanna do during that. So I think we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves and ensure that we approach it in the best way by planning ahead and being really, really kind of long-term with what needs to get done and when you're gonna get it done. You will thank yourself in the future for doing that. My third tip for you, which obviously there is so much more detail in, in the other bonus episode out today, is to break up with your phone, but also break up with technology. I already mentioned it, it's so easy to slip back into work. I find myself doing it even at the weekends or in the evenings or early mornings or the middle of the night, pretty much any time. I'm not meant to be working, but my phone is so accessible and my work is so digital and exists online that I can just slip back into it instantly. So obviously go and have a listen to the other bonus episode because I shared some quite practical tips that have really helped me, not just to step back from my phone when I'm taking time off or at the weekends or the evenings, but also just in general. So go and have a listen to that. But my biggest tips would just be to consider 
the apps that are gonna be problematic for you. If Instagram feels a bit too much like work, put it in another folder. If you do not wanna look at your emails until you come back to work or until 2019, delete the app. You can always reinstall it. It's not the end of the world. Do as much as you can to get ahead of yourself so that when you're a little bit bored on Boxing Day or it's the middle of the night and you're just feeling like you might wanna check what's going on with your emails, make sure that that's not possible for you because I don't know about you, but I am very good at saying, I'm not gonna do this thing, but then I do it because I'm in a weak spot or I really love my work or I care, I wanna know. So for me, I'm putting a lot of stuff in place that's not even gonna be able to let me slip back into work by using my phone. So go and have a listen to that other bonus episode, but that is tip number three, to break up with your phone and break up with technology. It's also just mentally gonna help you rest so much better if you're not connected in that way. My fourth tip for you, which is really important, and I think one of the things that kind of made me a bit nervous about taking time off is to be really clear around your Um, boundaries and people's expectations in terms of your clients, your customers, your team members, or just any other people that your business comes into contact with. As business owners, we care a lot about what we do and within that we care a lot about the experience that we give to people was actually something that I went into a load of detail on on the last episode about the investments that I've made in my business this year, about just how important it is for us as business owners to value the experience we give people. So I know what you're thinking, well, when we take time off, how do we ensure we still do that? Well, you set your own boundaries and you over communicate them and you're crystal clear with absolutely everyone around you. Just like you haven't got a boss to tell you when to stop, you also haven't got anyone around you to tell you what to do in terms of boundaries. If you spend your whole life saying yes to everyone else's requests or yes to what everyone else wants you to do, you're not gonna have any boundaries at all. And I think that boundaries are something we don't really talk about enough because they truly have to come from us and we have to stick to them. It's all good saying, I'm gonna take this time off until this day and I'm not gonna do any work then. But it takes a lot when someone asks you to do something within those dates to actually say no. I had a client ask to do a client call with me on Boxing Day because they didn't have any plans and it worked well for them. And in that moment, there was something in me that was like, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe I should just do that because I want what's best for my clients and I wanna serve you and I wanna give you a great experience. But in that moment, I had to say, okay, no, these are my boundaries. This is what I have decided is gonna work best for me and my business. So this is what my boundary is. Here's how you fit into that. A couple of weeks back, I was really clear with every single one of my coaching clients, okay, I'm taking off this date to this date. This is what it's gonna look like whilst I'm away. If you really need to get in touch with me, this is how you can do that. If you wanna find anything about you know, our work together or our coaching calls in the middle, you know that you can find this here and almost just over communicate what that's gonna look like for them. The last thing that you wanna do is leave anyone in the dark. In the same sense, when you're thinking about people that email you, one of the best things I could recommend is you just set an auto response on your emails. Something that just really clearly says, hey, I've got your email, thanks so much for getting in touch. I'm taking a bit of a break off. Um, I'll be back on this day. If it's really urgent, do this, or even just don't say that, because quite frankly, nothing is ever that urgent. But putting an auto response in your emails just ensures that anyone who gets in touch isn't met with a blank wall and doesn't think you don't care or doesn't think that you're not bothered, but knows, okay, they'll get back to me on this date, that's absolutely fine. I think often we think that people care a bit more than they do. I think often we're just, if you send someone an email late at night, I'm not expecting them to reply late at night. I just sent it late at night because that was when I was sending the email. So be super clear with your clients, with your customers, even just with people that you work with or people on your team or people that you're currently in contact with, what your boundaries are for your time off and what they can expect in terms of that. 
My fifth one for you, which is a nice fun one to end with, is to make fun plans. It might sound a bit self-explanatory and like I'm teaching you to suck eggs here, but for me, I love my business. I love what I do. So often taking time off from that is a difficult thing. I know that probably makes me sound really lame, but I do genuinely miss my work when I'm not doing it. So for me to think ahead to me in a week's time when she's a bit bored and she ain't got a lot to do, I will probably be tempted to slip back into work. So right now I'm filling my time with things to do on my own, things to do with friends, books to read, you know, activities to do, things to write so that I don't find myself in that position. I've been really conscious about sitting down and thinking, what do I want this time off to look like? Time off in our businesses does not come often, so I think use it the best that you can. Consider what you wanna do in terms of your personal life. Is there something that you really wanna achieve or a book you really wanna read or a friend that you really wanna see? Or even think about within your business, what's gonna help you to be most refreshed when you come back to work? One of my clients finds that most of her creativity comes when she's having a massage. Pretty dreamy, right? So genuinely, one of the things that she scheduled whilst that she's whilst she's on holiday over Christmas is to get a massage. Because that's not just important for her, but when she thinks about her business long term, that's important too. Consider what you want to do that's going to ensure that when you come back to work, whenever you do, for me it's in January 2019, you're going to be refreshed, you're going to be rested, you're going to be full of joy, you're going to be excited, you're going to feel creative and you're just going to be ready to go. So whether for you, you're like me and you'll slip back into work, if you don't fill your time, then do that. Or if you just find that actually all you're craving is complete time on your own, schedule that in too, just to make sure that your time off doesn't get changed by what other people want or just by your temptation to work. So that's my five tips. Give yourself permission to do it, plan ahead, break up with your phone, be clear with boundaries and expectations and make fun plans. I'd really love to know any tips that you have. Obviously go and have a listen to the other bonus episode all about stepping back from your phone whilst you're away. I think that's something that I definitely need to work on and I'm conscious will probably be my weakness when I'm trying to take off take time off over this Christmas break. But as business owners and entrepreneurs, let's support each other in taking time off from work. I've been really conscious with my team members and people that work for me to just say, you know, this would be my ideal world of when you would get this piece done, but please do tell me what your expectation is in terms of your boundaries. I don't in any way wanna be that person that asks someone to work or puts an expectation on someone that they don't feel comfortable with. So whether it's people that work for you or just people that you're friends with, be really conscious about the way that you speak to them and ask things of them over the next couple of weeks to really respect whatever boundaries that they've put in place. But yes, I'll be back this Thursday with the final episode of 2019, sharing what my business has taught me this year. And I'm really excited to share it with you. It was quite an honest episode. So you can look forward to that. And I'm looking forward to taking time off, quite frankly, but I hope this is somewhat going to be a restful time for you, whether you're just taking a couple of days off, whether you're just taking things easy or having a proper break like I am. I hope that you can do as much as you can to ensure that works the best for you and gives yourself a really restful time. Because before you know it, it's going to be January again. We're all going to be crazy busy and knee deep in work. So let's enjoy this whilst we can. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As always, if you've got two minutes, leave a review. I always love to read them and they genuinely make my day. But thank you for listening and I'll be back on Thursday.